as I speed through the finish. Camp Show Time, 6 and 46. Checkers and Wreckers, Corey Linton. I was taking a walk uh, around the neighborhood last night. Oh, yeah? And I was thinking of you, Corey. Oh, yeah? You, you, uh, you uh, went by all your neighbors' places yeah, that are race car drivers. Yeah, exactly did. Walking by the Hantons and the Whites and the Fows and the uh, <laughs> Tendalins. I'm like, oh, man, Daytona 500. Let's get Corey Linton on the radio. You know, that's a good idea. We should. Were you thinking of me? Yeah, a little bit. No, you were. You were thinking of Dan. I was thinking of you when you texted me at like 4 o'clock in the morning that day. (laughs) And you were just going to bed. Hey. How you been, Corey? Good, and you? Yeah, you know, not to, it seems like it's been a while since we've seen you. It also seems like it's been like yesterday since the NASCAR season wrapped up, like November. Yeah, November. So, yeah, it's only been like four months. Now, people say the Daytona 500 is like the Super Bowl of, of the sport of NASCAR. Why do they do that? What makes the Daytona 500 the first event, the biggest event, bigger than the the Cup Series? Well, I mean, when you look at the, the look at the racetracks that they used to run at the time for NASCAR, NASCAR, which were like back roads or county fair tracks and stuff, on the and beach. then all, all on the beach, yes, right before the uh, Daytona ra- race course was made, uh, and you see that track in comparison to all these little bull rings and stuff like that and these little hole, the holes Coliseum. in the wall. Yeah, it's a, a soldier field at the time they actually used to race at uh, too. But it, it just the enormity of that event and how that just picked up from there and boom, NASCAR way up. I mean, it was tough to top that after that. It was just almost instantly prestigious to win that event. Okay. So that's, that's, why, that's why, and they never change from this time of year when they're running that event because, I mean, it, it just works out perfectly to be in Florida this time of year. Yeah. So. Oh, there you go. There you go. So this year in the Daytona 500, was it last year there was a, was it a rookie, Austin? Uh, Austin Cindric, like, yeah. That won it. And we've had like the Trevor Baines that have come out of nowhere to make a name for themselves. Do you see that happening this year? Who's who's looking like the favorites um, in the Daytona 500? Well, I mean, you can't go against Hendrick Motorsports because uh, – Alex Bowman, for the sixth time in his career, qualified in the front row uh, for the uh, 500. That's uh, that's a new record now. He beat everybody else that he was tied with when he had five are all in the NASCAR Hall of Fame. Oh, okay. That's big time um, stuff. Kyle Larson qualified uh, outside of him, and William Byron qualified in third. So you have Henrik Motorsports. They could also all team up together and do team orders and stuff like that. And it's going to be tough to beat them. But if you want to see somebody come out of the woodwork and, and make a name for themselves... Yeah. A guy that already does have a name for himself uh, made his first 500 and his first attempt, and that is Travis Pastrana. Okay. Uh, you might remember from action sports kind of stuff where he did a lot of motocross, a lot of stunt bike stuff, and uh, also rally racing. He actually just won a race, uh, a dirt modified race out in at Volusia Speedway just down the road from Daytona oh. a, a couple days ago and only his second start against some of the best modified racers in the country. So, I mean, he's, he, he could probably do it. And you got your usual favorites? Uh, yeah, Ryan Blaney, of Ryan course. Blaney? Yeah. Been a Blaneyac since day one. <laughs> um, <laughs> we're, we're in February. Right. Are there any shots, watches, any local racing updates that we should, that we should get out there before we, before we go over to the Weather Center? I mean, he has been racing a little bit. Uh, he, he started off the season out of Volusia Speedway uh, with uh, the All-Stars, and he actually had a really good run going. Had the lead going for a little bit, but had a malfunction going with his wing that got damaged on lap one, and it flipped up. Right after he took the race lead, and that kind of slowed his momentum down, and ended up in second spot out there. He's been running late model a lot lately too. Actually, this last week he'll be running all through the weekend out there at Volusia Speedway, and he's been he's been running pretty well. Uh, you know, fifteen top fifteens, top top tens, pretty close to that area. Okay. Anything else on the local scene that we need to? Uh, we got ice racing going on this weekend up at Erskine. 
Ice and, racing in Erskine? And Underwood. That like it was made for Dan Michaels. And, and Underwood, Minnesota, too, as well. So we got that going on. Plus, you What know, are they doing for ice racing? They just they just have these old cars out there that they're, they're running around the racetrack with, or the, an ice racetrack with the studded tires and stuff, and it's it's really it's really fun to watch. <laughs> Where at now, Erskine? Erskine and, and uh, Underwood. Wow. That? that sounds That's, great. Sounds great. Corey Linton, Checkers and Wreckers, and don't forget the, the podcast, The Victory Lap, is at kfgo.com with uh, you and Ryan Jackie. Yeah, we got a lot of stuff coming up here today. We have Bryce Haugerberg, who's going to be driving in the Arca Series race at Daytona this weekend. He's actually from West Fargo. So oh, cool. Young kid came from the go-kart tracks and moving up, so he's he'll be our guest today. Hey, that'll be fun. Looking forward to it. Corey Litton, thanks so much, bud. Take care, buddy. Thank you. In the KFGO Weather Cave.